0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Welcome back to another edition of Faith on Fire. I'm Pastor Richard Hoy, Jr.
0: And I'm Ben Taney from Ramo Word of Faith.
1: And we are glad that you're able to join us again on the air. We are, of course, talking about Faith on Fire, talking about, you know, we've been talking about the scripture, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. and And that's kind of where we ended, I think, last time. And that is the world worries. The world seeks after... All the things of the world, all the toys, you know, the bumper sticker, he who has the most toys wins and all of those things. And Jesus is talking there in Luke chapter 12 and then in Matthew chapter 6, the same encounter where he says, do not worry about all those things. And he goes on to say, oh, ye little faith. And he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today is Seek Ye First, the Kingdom of God. What does that really mean? How would we live that out in reality? You know, we can look at that and say, boy, that sounds good. That really sounds great. That's something I want to do. But what would I do? How would I do it? So Vince, take it away.
0: Take it away. Well, as a believer, that's a command. That wasn't a suggestion to seek ye first. And again, first. It's not optional? It's not optional. And the word first implies an order. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and, and I believe seeking the kingdom of God is God's government, God's way of doing things. And, and just before you started, I was reminded of Hebrews eleven six. It says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And again, we know faith and God's word are synonymous. You get faith, you get God's word, you get God's word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing God's word. So... We have to do it God's way. I was talking last night in a Bible study about doing things God's way. And the scripture says, let everything be done decently and in order. And, and God's way is contrary to the world's way. The world says, get all you can get. The kingdom of God's way say, give all you can give. <laughs> right. God's way, the world's way says, if somebody do you, you trade evil for evil. God says, no, you don't trade evil for evil. Vengeance is mine. He says, bless those that persecute you. Pray for those who spitefully use you. Do unto others as you have them do unto you. It's a totally, it's two different systems. It's a system, we got the kingdom of God, and then we got this world system called the kingdom of darkness. Guess who rules the kingdom of darkness? Yeah, the guy we used to serve, Satan. (laughs) Yeah, so there's two different systems. So he tells us, now we have to learn how to operate in this new system called the kingdom of God. Because he told you to seek it. Seek means to go after.
1: Right. See, too many Christians in this country, I think, uh, are just living a casual life. I'm always think of the of a garden. When you plant a garden, you don't have to plant weeds. I've never met anybody who planted weeds before. And yet, in every <laughs> garden, weeds come up. So you need to be out there every day or pretty close to it, every day, pulling out the weeds as they come up. If you just wait and you say, you know what, I planted my garden, I didn't plant any weeds, I put the fertilizer down, and watering every day, I don't have to worry about weeds. At the end of summer, when it comes time for harvest, there are going to be weeds everywhere in that garden. And too often, people in the Christian life are letting the weeds grow up in their garden. They're not pulling any of the weeds, they're not working at it at all and they are not seeking first the kingdom of god and so the weeds are growing up in their garden because they're not tending their garden and so we have got to make a conscious effort to seek after god's will to seek ye first the kingdom of god it cannot be done just a lazy casual attitude
0: and you know what and when we get born again the garden now is inside of us because jesus said that the kingdom of god is inside of you so the garden is our heart or our spirit, and yes, we have to continue to weed out our heart, weed out all of that crap that was sown into it by the devil. Remember the, the, the parable of the tares and and the, and the wheat. So yeah, the Satan has sown some seeds in our spirit, in our hearts before we get born again, and then those seeds grown up, and we got to continue to weed. I, as I drive down the highways, I see weeds poking up out of the asphalt. Weeds will grow anywhere. Right. You yeah. do not have to plant them. Yeah, yeah, you didn't have to plant them. They're just going to pop up. So we have to be constantly mindful to, to weed out our garden. And, and, and in weeding, I understand a little, I'm not a gardener, but I, I understand if you just pluck weeds up from the surface, you really didn't do anything. You just put a Band-Aid on it. But you have to go to the root and, and, and dig it out. And that's what God wants to do with his word. He said his word is living and powerful and is sharper than any two-edged sword. I mean, his word will go to the root of the situation. And I wanted to say one thing about the seek ye first the kingdom. I was on the way down. I was just thinking about what Jesus said. And and this is part of it right here. Take up your cross. It says, Jesus said this. And if you want to get mad at somebody, get mad at him. He said, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. That, that's a lot of revelation in there. So you have to constantly deny your old self and allow the new recreated spirit to flourish. And that's that new recreated spirit. It loves to eat off of God's word. That's spiritual food. That's nourishment for the new man. So that's part of the seek ye first, doing it God's way. You got to let that word get in you. Got to be about the word. It's got to be God's word being planted in you, because the scripture says, "Receive with meekness." the implanted or the engrafted word of God, which is able to save your soul.
1: Now you may be listening. You think, man, every pastor I've ever heard is talking about. I need to read the word. Every pastor I've ever said, said you need to read the word. Guess what? You need to read the word. We cannot just go along in life, expecting to know God's will. If we're not seeking after it, Seek ye first, the kingdom of God, you will not find God's will on television. Usually watching the bachelor, you have got to be seeking after what it is. And it, his will will be found in the word. Well,
0: and if you're a television watcher, we, you know, we're taking over for the kingdom. There's a lot of kingdom men and women are, are taking over the airways with satellite, We got TBN, Daystar, the Church Channel, the Word Network. There's lots of great Christian programming out there. And yes, you have to be careful about which programs you choose to watch because we got to guard our heart with all diligence. You got to be careful what you allow to sow in it because we know every church ain't ain't a a biblical church, a lot of religious churches out there. But again, that's another subject for another time. But if you like to watch TV, and that's what I do. I, I like watch TV, so I watch a lot of Christian broadcasting. And faith comes by hearing that. So there's no excuse for not getting the word. But in America, we have all these distractions because you know we have so much stuff in America. So we're seeking all these other things first instead of... Seeking first the kingdom. So now we have no spiritual seed from the kingdom growing up in us because we're going after this other stuff. Remember, Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? And that's what a lot of people are doing. And as
1: Jesus said, you know, as he was talking to them in those scriptures, he says the pagan world runs after all these things. Mm -hmm. So it's not anything brand new to America. It just seems in America it might be a little easier for us because it's just all around us. And we are constantly seeing it on television, constantly seeing it wherever we might see it. But the world has always ran after these things. I, I like it when you said "get all you can." I was reminded of the saying "get all you can, can all you get, and then sit on the can." And <laughs> get, so,
0: can all you get,
1: all, <laughs> and then, then sit on that can because you can't let anybody have it. But you're right. The God's word is the opposite of that. God's about giving, not getting. And that we need to be willing to give rather than just to seek after what we can get.
0: Give of ourselves. God so loved the world He gave. He didn't say He take. He took. He gave. You know, givers gain. And in the kingdom, again, the kingdom is a totally opposite system of what the Bible calls the world system. If you world, want to be first, you need to be last. Right. Yeah. Consider others over yourself. Let nothing... Done. Now, see, that is so
1: strange to the world, <laughs> that you would esteem others greater than yourself.
0: Well, in this country, we, it's all about exalting ourselves. And who said that? Who wanted to get exalted and got kicked out of heaven? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm reminded of somebody, yeah. <laughs> so we're not in that kingdom anymore. We esteem others. We, we exhort others. And that's what God does. Jesus humbled himself, and God, the Bible says, God exalted him and gave him the name above all names, because he's humbled himself under the mighty hand of God. And the mighty hand of God means submit to what God said. We have to be submissive. We don't want a lot of Christians don't even want to be submissive. I ain't listening to the pastor. Who is he? Well, we, he's a rep. He saying "God is your shepherd." That's who he is.
1: Unfortunately, too many Christians don't even want to be submissive to God. Right, right. You know, forget Listen the, on, pastor. the pastor, huh? You know, forget well, the pastor. Well, you or know what? Else. And
0: and and the, and the Bible calls that disobedience. So God doesn't reward disobedience. You yeah. know, as
1: as I, um, looking at my Bible this morning, I turned it and I came to, Philippians chapter four, where he talks about whatever's pure, whatever's true, whatever's think noble, these think on these
0: things. Mm-hmm.
1: And I got to thinking about
0: it. You got to thinking about it, huh? And,
1: and the Holy Spirit was speaking to me about how easy it is to be negative And that negative thoughts are so contagious. And positive thoughts can be contagious. Oh, yes. And so oh, yes, whatever's pure, whatever's true. Because, you know, I warn people, if you just sit in your front porch or in front of your house and watch your neighbor's. Sooner or later, one of your neighbors is going to do something you don't like. They're going to park in a place you don't like. They're going to not water their lawn as much as you think they should. Or they're going to overwater it when you think they shouldn't. They're going to do something you don't like. And pretty soon you think, you know what, I don't think I like them. And pretty soon you think, I guess I don't like them even more than I thought I didn't like them before. And so the negative thoughts just build on themselves over and over and over when we think positive about people, when we think about what is good, find somebody in your life that you're having a problem with and just start thinking about the good qualities in that person. And you may have to man, I'm going to have to dig deep. Yeah, maybe you'll have to dig deep. But there will be good things about that person, and think on those things. Don't let negativity become contagious. Don't let it grow on itself. If you know people that are always negative, You might want to have to slowly but surely pull yourself away from them. I saw a perfect example of this. My father-in-law worked for 30 years in the oil fields in Alaska up in the North Slope. And if you know anything about how that works, you would go out sometimes for a whole month. They would just live on the rig for a month. They'd be off for two weeks. Sometimes it was they worked for two weeks, and then they'd be home for a week. But he liked it. He liked it pretty well. And then he got a roommate who didn't. And this guy didn't like it. He didn't like anything about it. He didn't like being up there. He didn't like to work. He complained he the like, whole time. He, I mean, he didn't like anything. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon, my father-in-law, after a couple months, started to think he didn't really like it as much as he did before. <laughs> and finally, my mother-in-law said, what the heck's going on? Influence. Negative and he influence. To, he told her, and she said, you got to get a new roommate. Nice. This guy if my father in law had stayed in that room with him long enough might have decided he didn't like it either.
0: The family would have been
1: starved, would have went broke. Well I don't know if that would have happened, but well, but you when you surround yourself if you surround yourself with with coworkers who don't like the job and you eat lunch with them and you hang out with them, pretty soon you will probably find yourself
0: not liking well, the job. And I gotta say something with that. First of all, I'm gonna say thoughts are things. That's right. A thought they have power a thought, Manifesting into his things. And the Bible says, as a man thinks or believes in his heart, so is he. So if you're thinking or believing in your heart negatively, guess what? That's who you are. You're right. If you're thinking positively, you're right also. But you know what? As you were saying that about the roommate situation, that can happen in a congregation too. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You, you can get somebody in there and come talk about no, the pastor.
1: There's no Christians that are negative.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I've had them come in my church and from another church, and they try to bring that calf over in our church and saying something negative about the pastor. And then... and, and Or negative and about what, the
1: music. Yeah. You know, or negative about the pianist and, and or what whatever. And
0: what that does, and they start talking to some other congregants or sheep about the ministry, and then they, they, they lead them astray, and, and that's not what we're supposed to be doing. The Bible says, when we get born again, it says in Corinthians, know ye no man after the flesh. That means from that point on, 'cause we're new creations, we need to see people as God sees them. And this got to constantly be reinforced cuz you know what as Christians, we leak. We will leak. Leaky we, vessels, we, I've we, heard. We got to stay full. You got to stay topped off with the word. And as you do that, you you'll just overflow, but we can't judge people like you say if you sit there and think about all the bad stuff about them, I can sit here and think about a lot of bad stuff about you and have a negative Viewpoint of view, but I'm supposed to see the good in you constantly. I can't focus or dwell on the negative because we all got some some character flaws. Yeah, we're we're crack. What they call it, we're crackpots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> crack. We're,
0: we're in the potter's hand. We're crackpots. Get it? Uh, but uh, yeah, we have to just see people as God sees them and be mindful not to to judge one another because that's the seek ye first the kingdom. That's the faith on fire when you're doing what God said. God says, judge nobody or if you do you're going to be judged the same way that you judge somebody else that's how that's how the kingdom operates
1: right yeah. and so you know and so we just as much as you possibly can you need to be positive you need to surround yourself by people that are positive the people who are going to think about what is good what is pure what is true what is noble and focus on those things rather than what is a negative thing and that is at work that's at church that's wherever you might be what
0: well, the bible says and all you do do in the name of the lord and, and again god is positive and i know why you know i know why because he just told you what to think on all those things he said think of pure praiseworthy good report a virtue that's all positive right so that's He doesn't God's...
1: say hang on the negative
0: right right so and we're his ambassadors the scripture says we're ambassadors to christ it says we're his children. We're children of the most high God. And then he had the nerves to say, as he is, so are we. So if that's we're a reflection of God, that's what we should be doing. Again, it's back to not being just a hearer of the word, but a doer also. Scriptures like this, you got to keep those in your remembrance. I'm not just a hearer, but I'm a doer also. Because the scripture says, if you're not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word or the work, you'll be blessed in what you do. And I don't know about you, Richard, but I I like being blessed. (laughs) Yeah, I'm out for the blessing. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So and so,
1: you know, as we're following God's will, as we're seeking after God's will. I, I love that scripture by James that we need to be a doer of the word, not just a hearer, because it's so easy to hear and say, man, that's good. Yeah, that's man. a good preacher. That was preach a good it, preacher. Preach it, Pastor. Preach it.
0: Why are you Preach doing
1: on. It. You know, and, and man, oh, man, I like that scripture. You know scripture what I too. heard
0: about the devil? I heard a pastor say this. He said, the devil don't care how much you go to church or how much you hear the word as long as you don't do it. <laughs> He'll let you hear it all day as long as you don't do it. And we get people, oh, that was a good message. I hear him all the time. Oh, that was a good message. What do you talk about? Well, I don't remember, but it was a good message. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt <laughs> good when it was. Well, done. <laughs> I felt good. It was emotional. No, the Bible says, "Here's the C key first: study to show yourself approved, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth." Transformed by the renewing of our mind. You gotta be well. If you study to show yourself approved, you will be transformed by the renewing of your mind, because faith comes by hearing and hearing is God's word. You gotta get it in every day, and you need to. We feed our natural bodies at least three, four, five times a day. Well, you need to feed your spirit just as much. You can't go get a Sunday snack and think that's going to hold you for the whole week. Well,
1: it's it's like not. The Israelites, when they're in the wilderness, the manna came every day except on the Sabbath. They had to go out every morning. Some of the people said, you know what? I don't really want to go out tomorrow, so I'll take double today. And when <laughs> they found out tomorrow when they looked in there that it was rotten. Right. And they had to go out. That. I, I think that's a spiritual picture in many ways of the way we are with Jesus. We need to go every day and be in his presence. Well, we need to spend time with him every day. We can't say, I'm going to double up today so I don't have to to read the well, word God. Well, Jesus gave
0: us another truth. He said in Matthew four four, he said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. That was a command. The just shall live by faith. That's faith in God's word. We're supposed to feed on God's word. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Come eat of me. He said, my body is bread and my blood is drink. And he was, you know, figuratively talking about the word of God. We have to feed on God's word. That's the only thing that's going to fuel your faith. And this show is a This broadcast is a broadcast to help you ignite your faith. And we want to encourage you get in this word, Christians, get in it every day and believe it. Receive it and start acting on it. Speak it. Don't just be a hearer of it. Do it. Let it come out of your mouth. That's the first thing. The devil wants to keep your mouth silent because death and life is in the power of the tongue. If he can keep your mouth closed, you not speaking the promises of God or what God says you are, what God says you have and what God says you can do, he's got you. you got to start saying, yes, I can do this. I can do that. I can do what God says. Yes, I can be. Yes, I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. Yes, he always causes me to triumph. Once that word gets in your spirit, You'll start speaking it. You'll you'll start speaking what you believe, and then you'll start acting on it. <laughs> Eventually, you'll act on it.
1: You know, one of my favorite scriptures is where Jesus says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And there are promises throughout the Bible just like this, and we've just got to learn to believe them. You know, you talk to people and, and uh, tragedies happen to them, or they're just lonely, you know, maybe they've lost a loved one or whatever, and they're they're feeling all alone. God will never leave you nor forsake you. Man might, your best friend might, somebody else might lie to you. God will never you know what, Richard, do either one you of those. And you've got to
0: put faith in that word that he gave you, that promise. The scripture says in 1 Peter, or I believe 2 Peter, he said he's given us exceeding great and precious promises.
1: And they're all good. Everyone. They are, they're all
0: good. you just got to put faith in them. Like the woman with the issue of blood. She put faith in if she can just touch the hem of his garment. And we know what her situation was. She had it bad for 12 years. She didn't went to all these doctors, spent all her money, and the Bible says she just grew worse. But she heard that Jesus was coming through town. How does faith come? By hearing and hearing the word of God. Well, Jesus is the word of God. She heard that Jesus was if coming through town. If I can to just guy. touch him. She's, and that's what she said. She she verbalized it. If I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made whole. And she she broke the law. Oh, because remember the law said you can not oh, yeah, come outside. Right. She, yeah, she did what she needed to do to get to him, and she got to that hymn, and Jesus looked around and said, hey, who touched me? Yeah, I know. The disciples uh, said, uh, what do you mean it. who touched me? There's a million people around here. They said, no, no, somebody touched me with some expectancy so some virtue went out of me. And the woman fessed up and told her story. She said it was me. And Jesus said, woman, thy faith has made ye whole. You know, she... She did what she believed. She was a doer of the word. She heard that the word was coming through town and that the, she must have heard what the word Jesus was doing. She's like, man, I spent all my money. I ain't got worse, but I believe if I get close to Jesus. I'm going to get my miracle. And the same thing today. The Bible says in Hebrews, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And we have to believe that regardless of what your situation is. If it's a negative, Jesus says, come learn of me. My burdens are yoke and my ease is light. My, are, my my burdens, yoke is easy and my burdens are light. <laughs> he said, come learn to me and I'll give you rest. He wants to give us rest, but we're only going to find that his word. His word is living and it's powerful. And we, that's what it means to seek first the kingdom. And we find it when we In come to world. him. Mm-hmm. We come have to come to him. You can't go no him. other way. You, look,
1: you can look everywhere. This woman had looked everywhere and none of it was helping her. Everywhere she looked, nothing helped she until went to she the, heard about Jesus. So the source. And then she came to the him, source and, then, of all healing. and then it was James.
0: <laughs> Richard, she went to the source of all healing, right, to, the, to Jesus. And Jesus is a healer, and he still heals today. And we want to encourage people, you know, the Bible says, run with endurance the race that was set before you, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Well, Jesus and his word are one. Just like Richard, you and your word are one. But he says, look unto Jesus, not Richard. <laughs> so the author and the finisher of my faith. So... We need to look unto Jesus and just keep getting that word in us, keep getting that word in us, because faith comes by hearing and hearing that word, and your faith will be on fire. You'll ignite, and you'll be seeking first the kingdom. And you got to remember your mind, your old sin nature wants to do what it wants to do, but that new nature wants to do what the Spirit wants to do, and you have a choice to make every day, every second. Am I going to do the will of God, or am I going to do what my mind or my un- an unrenewed my flesh wants to do? Because you know they war against each other. Yeah, the the word of God, the truth, and, and the kingdom of darkness. Well, we know who wins. But anyway, we have the choice to choose. He said, I sat before you this day, death and life, blessings and cursings. Then he had the nerves to give us the right answer. He said, choose life <laughs> that you may live.
1: But, you know, I, I guess I'll give away my age a little bit. I remember Flip Wilson, the comedian, you know, the devil, the devil made, made you do it. it right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Most of the devil well, it time you... the devil doesn't need help our own sinful natures. Right, device, right? right.
0: And, and like, like the scripture I read, if anybody comes after me, let him deny himself. Deny our own sinful right, nature. Right.
1: See, our sinful nature, the default mechanism on a human being is sin. That's that's what we'll go back to if, if we just do it. We have got to seek after God's mm-hmm. will. We've got to want to live by the Spirit, not by our own sinful nature. And you list the fruits of the Spirit, and right before that, he li- lists the the fruits of the sinful nature, and they are not compatible. They don't go together. We are to seek ye first the kingdom of God. And we're to seek after the will of God. And we're to follow the Holy Spirit.
0: And that's for new believers. we For Christians, you have to do it God's way. You can't Come into the kingdom of God and do it your old way or the world's way. I get on people all the time in our congregation about trying to come into God's family and the household of God and do it the world's way. It's not going to jive. And God's not going to honor that. He's not going to bless it. He has an order. He has his own kingdom called the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven and he had already had, it's already set up. You can't come in there and say, well, I'm going to do it this way. He's like, no, 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 I already gave it. I gave something called a five-fold ministry of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipping of the saints. Some people say, oh, I don't need no pastor. Well, you ain't seeking first the kingdom. You're doing it your way. And that's in the New Testament. So, again, ignite your faith on fire. Get into the word and stay into the word. And God watches over his word to perform it.
1: And and the importance of finding a local body to be with, I think, is often overlooked. You know, people say, well, I, I'll just read my Bible on my own. I can do it on my own. The devil loves to get people off on their own. You know, are called that, the body of Christ. And it says that he goes about as a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. And I'm always constantly reminded what happens in the wild when a lion is seeking after prey it gets one away from the rest if you're ever watching a nature show when you see a lion and he gets one of whatever it is off by itself you know what's going to happen to that one it's good well you know what i
0: watch christians like that the ones that say they don't have a pastor or they're not under leadership i i just look at their life i look at the fruit off the tree and i see okay it's not producing what it should be producing it well it's because you're out of order god's a god of order
1: but the, this lion, once he gets this one animal, whatever it is, off by itself, that animal is usually done
0: for. Right, he's done. He's and a that's meal. what
1: the devil wants to do with us. He wants to get us off by ourselves, And then once he gets us off by ourselves, then, you know what, nobody cares about you. See that? Nobody cares about you. are all alone. Nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about what you think. Nobody cares about what you feel. And, you know, probably God's the same way. And pretty soon, if we're alone enough and we hear that enough, we it's easy to start and, to believe.
0: And, and, and I understand why some people do that. And I know we're running out the time but it's important for us as ministers or as mature Christians when people come into our congregations to love on them and not be judging and don't cause scribe and and division and all of that that's not good that'll make somebody go off so we don't want to do that we want to continue to encourage and people's faith
1: Jesus said they will know you're my disciple by your love love." Mm -hmm. we need to love people we'll be back
0: tomorrow more faith on fire amen remember walk by faith not by sight if this broadcast has been a blessing to you we ask that you consider sending a love offering to faith on fire PO BO box 7508 chico california 95927 which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area again that's faith on fire P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.